0: Hey, buddy
1: my man hey there he is
0: hey There's
1: looks you. so different than i remember it's
0: really because my attic is no longer full of junk in the floor it's all in the corner
1: very spacious but you also have kind of a sean lennon thing going on here man uh-huh. i like it those bros yeah
0: some, uh, quantum mechanic banter and i'll uh i'll take care of business
1: <laughs> that's my boy
0: i remember hearing him at uh i think it was peach fest where he said something about quantum mechanics and i was like I love you. It's not exactly quite how I'm, it, <laughs> but like, let's have a discussion and talk about it later.
1: You're like cheering him on. You're like, there's, and that, it's actually a little bit more metaphysical than yeah, that. but
0: I, I like how you're holding back part of it for, to, to apply to a general audience. But like, I think there's a little more we could get into about this. Woo!
1: <laughs> he could just hear everything. He's like, yeah, that that guy right there. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah,
0: he he got it. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> pretty sure he was going to try to introduce himself to me, but ah oh, man, maybe I'll just walk up to him and be like, are you a mirror? like well quantum mechanically
1: yes well there's that and now there's also you're now the second podcast co-host in my life that has a resemblance to Sean Lennon I mean we got to get him on a guess as a let's, as a guest
0: let's do it let's get him a, get a bass in his hands yeah
1: i yeah. bet he's dope at bass i bet, you know you know he's got some swag like old school mccartney edition bass in his in, in his apartment or something 100% it's like this big but like you know he just plays like
0: each string individually kind of
1: little U-Base. Yeah, exactly. a, a, a McCartney U-Base would be cool.
0: Yeah, I want to get a U-Base. Do you have one of those?
1: I do. I uh, I have it right over there. I actually was fucking with it last night. I, I have some issues with the... It's either the wiring inside or just needs a new battery. Um, here, I'll just get it, because it's, it's almost arm's length. The, the best part is, of course, the small case.
0: That's the key. That's the
1: key. Just the... Small case. I, I don't know. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's but, it's, um, cute.
0: it's like a you know fun sized.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like a little Snickers fun sized. Yeah, exactly. there she is. Oh, she's pretty. I, I yeah, she's great. Yeah, totally. It, have you played one before?
0: No, I think the only one I've seen directly is John Ferreira's one. I mean, not in person, but just like yeah stuff.
1: Yeah, he has an endorsement for through Kala. Um, they're like rubber strings, so they're yeah. very interesting. But unfortunately, yeah, pretty well. You you can slide totally like more easily than you might want to, but you can't bend any notes. If you bend a note, it just like kind of rolls the rubber.
0: Hmm.
1: So I can't plug it in, but you can kind of hear it through my mic if I turn up my mic a little bit. All right. Get it down
0: right here. Here. Oh yeah.
1: little paul yeah little paul Chambers yeah, there. yeah it's not so, so
0: bad I, I like i like the tone of that a lot it's a uh, it's, it's, it's a, a mid-range it, it, you're looking for none of like the the bite you don't like
1: yeah totally that it just full, full. sounds like a little upright man they're, yeah, they're such like, cool instruments you should absolutely get one i bet you could incorporate it to the schwa sets very easily
0: yeah i was thinking about getting an acoustic bass just to play around with at home and stuff and like bring on the tour bus maybe eventually and yeah 30 or whatever whenever that happens again Twenty thirty. Uh, yeah but uh that might be a nice step in the right direction. My friend, yeah, give me uh, gave me this. He has it. He never used
1: it. What have you got? It's show hard. and tell. I'm back to basics.
0: Hey. I don't know where I've is.
1: also got an iced coffee here for anyone at home who wants okay. to drink along with me. What I are you drinking?
0: An iced fucking coffee.
1: My well, oh, what'd you have for lunch? I was mean to ask you. I know we we huh. both got lunch before the podcast. What'd you have?
0: This is very important. I'm glad that um we didn't skip the preamble here. Uh, yeah. I got Mission Barbecue. So I don't know if I've had it in Mission Barbecue. Where Where is that? There's one. And there's all. They're all over the place. Uh, okay. But I'd heard of it. I thought it was decent. Um, the mac and cheese was okay until we added salt and
1: pepper, which okay fair. Um, but sure. I was, that, okay. that's kind of the barbecue mac and cheese. It it almost has to be a little bit like bland yeah. and watery to be yeah. real barbecue mac and cheese. The sauces
0: are real good. Um, the pork yeah. was amazing. Chicken was okay. Okay. Um, set out like. Blanket in the field. CC took a break, so we were like just sitting in a field, cool. kind of like hanging out, eating, you know, barbecue. I got my phone fixed: um, new battery, new charging port, and new motherboard. It's essentially a whole new setup to see if that fixes everything. But basically, oh, for wow. like, 24 hours, I didn't have a phone, and it was glorious. I just right. couldn't look at it. I went on a walk, and just
1: was on a walk. The leash was off. You were dis. You disconnected into the world, the real world. It a bit. And weird.
0: I started like thinking about directions. Like, why don't I look up if it's like Route One South or North, and not think about the exit? Right. Then it just like exit A or B. It's just like, well, look, and then just follow the signs. It's not a big deal.
1: You know. Man, I w- I miss that map thing. I've been thinking lately. I have a theory. Um, I- hear me out on this. I'd be curious to hear you.
0: <laughs> oh, I will hear you out on this. <laughs> Sir it's been too to- long <laughs> if I've heard you at all. So I'll hear I you do, in, okay. out, up, down, left, right. Let's do this.
1: I back to basics. Is this podcast is the perfect place for me to unveil this theory? It's
0: great to get back to back to basics. Just to, yeah. just to just to just to put that out there.
1: Agreed, brother. We're back. How's my volume, by the way? You sound great. Yeah. Me too.
0: Yeah, you look good too.
1: Yeah, you too, man. Oh, this thanks. is we're off to a good start. <laughs> we're off so, and so my my theory is this. You know, I've throughout the years, um, you know, I've I, I used to be one of those guys who had like all three GPS apps you could have on your phone. I would have like Waze, Google Maps, and iPhone Maps all running. Just to be like, which one of these is actually getting me to where I want to go? Which one is just giving me some bullshit? Um, I deleted Waze from my phone after like a few years ago when I was living in Boston. Still, I we had a gig in Albany, the Hollow. Um, shout out, probably closed now. Um, I, but I so I, I, I left my place in Alston to go drive there and I was and it was traffic, it was like a Friday. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use Waze, try and get the inside scoop on the traffic. Gotta it, yeah, it, it it could be a hike from from Boston to to Albany. Not you know, not that far. A couple hours. It it took me so fucking long just because Waze was trying to be cute with me and take me all these back. So a, after that, I was I missed soundcheck super late. Everyone was pissed at me, and I so I deleted Waze off my phone.
0: It, it I, burned no, you once too many. Yeah, like,
1: I mean I blamed Waze. It, it's you know I'm fully aware that it was my fault. I was late. I if I left earlier, <laughs> I would have gotten there on time. So well, it's nice to
0: have a you know. <laughs> Someone to blame it on.
1: I exactly, yeah. Well, no, yeah. My nobody was impressed with my excuse. I'm deleting ways. They're like, okay, great. Like, yeah, well, why don't you delete
0: it? being a fucking <laughs>
1: <laughs> delete being a piece of shit and get on the show one time. But so anyway, yeah, all right. You know, I've I have i have gone in through like I'll if it's like a hellish trip and Google Maps fucks, I'm like, fuck you, delete Google Maps when I get to my destination. So
0: you do, do you have to have like eight total and then by the time you're done with the phone you have one left,
1: like the yeah, one last exactly. one standing? Last GPS standing. Yeah.
0: It's just the last one you use, because they're all gonna be that too. Cause <laughs> Cause you're all... wait.
1: <laughs> That's one way of putting it, Ben. You might be right there, buddy. But yeah. here's my here's my theory, okay? I'm listening. These GPS apps, you ever just if you, you know, we don't put on GPS sometimes if we know where we're going. Put on GPS when you know where you're going and just observe the way it takes you. Guaranteed it won't make any fucking sense. It won't be the way that you usually take to go there. So I go, so so what is it that GPS, What where is it trying to take me? So, you know, what's the end goal of GPS? I arrived at the conclusion that it's Dunkin' Donuts. That um, I believe Dunkin' Donuts is, has a full-scale uh, subliminal plan that they've been trying to take over American society for years. I this think. is what they
0: meant by hear me out. I'm I'm with you. Now this, you're with uh, me. I, I saw oh you perk goodness. up there. Yeah, just, yeah. Where are we going?
1: You you hang know on, the phrase. On, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get some of oh, that in. Um you're familiar with the phrase America runs on Duncan's, as we all are. <laughs> that was the beginning. That was phase one of their plan of integrating I, subliminally that you're gonna fucking run on Duncan. I envision a future, a dystopian future where we all, where Dunkin' Donuts logos are on top of hospitals and every fire stations, they, they use firemen are gonna use iced coffee to put out fires. <laughs> when we go to hospitals, IV is gonna be caramel flavored culotta in your veins.
0: That I think that's not so bad.
1: It, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take over everything. And I, I, think don't standing, I don't know though. I don't know.
0: That's a little much.
1: I don't want that in my veins. Yeah,
0: but culottas and, are a fucking genius concept. That kept us going on the road for when we when we were eating at Dunkin' on the road for food. Yeah when we had no like sense of well-being for our bodies and what we put into it which Young is a great is time. I mean, yeah, sure. It was awesome. Um, but yeah that's they, they get
1: you through in a pinch man but you know they're uh, you know I think there that, that there's a mass plan here a mass conspiracy and I think we're starting to see something in GPS. I think that Google Maps is run by Dunkin Donuts and that it Well will so only- America runs
0: on Dunkin is GPS technically part of America which it is the Global Positioning System has been set up by America. Actually that's where China's kind of coming in and putting their own GPS in so that okay. if it comes down to it, and people are too addicted to Dunkin', they can cut that out. Or if, like, war or something, right. they can take down our GPS. But if right. GPS yeah. is American, and America runs on Dunkin', shouldn't GPS technically run on Dunkin'?
1: Um, exactly.
0: transitive property? I, learned, I think
1: I that—you cool. you just connected some pieces that I haven't, but we're at, we've <laughs> I'm arrived glad we're at the same destination.
0: Yeah. yeah, which is a Dunkin' Donuts.
1: And that's where we're at. And that's where you'll find yourself arriving. It Because Dunkin' Donuts runs Google Maps. And so it's going to take you the route where there are yeah. the most Dunkin' Donuts. So always. it's really
0: maximizing visual uh, connection to Dunkin' Donuts. It's just running exactly. you by as many as possible.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's subliminally just taking us there. So our brains are tra- trained and wired then to, okay, well, I go on this route. You don't know that you're going on that route because there's Dunkin' Donuts. And then you're eating it and you're drinking every day. So... That you've that's
0: broken, open, you've broken something open. I think you should talk to BuzzFeed. They're, the, um, they're going to break the story.
1: BuzzFeed could fuck off. They're probably run by Duncan.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. They're pretty powerful. Powerful industry.
1: It's true. Well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's
0: an interesting theory. Yeah, I, um, I followed GPS down to drop my phone off. And then I brought... I shouldn't have done this to see how if I could have figured it out, which I easily could have. I did not was to in a rush or anything. But I brought my iPad and my Wi-Fi so I could use that for GPS on the way back. Oh, and yes, I went like the standard way I came and I was like alright you know I went to college parks so route 1 took me to 32 took me to 29 I was like there has gotta be an easier different way to do this so on the way back I took a different route still on GPS but it was a much smoother and it's like why would I ever go the other way it's like highway highway road this was just like highway then another highway and then you just kind of like loop around and you're there
1: well I can tell you why you usually go that Duncan, way because yeah. there's Dunkin Donuts on those roads that's, hmm. that's, that's it.
0: it that's it so what's Starbucks doing for all this? Are they uh, they working on like the the bike lanes or something?
1: I could foresee a class a war between Starbucks and Dunkin's, um, but I don't know how it pans out. I think that I think Starbucks was late <laughs> to the game. I think Starbucks yeah. was more focused on just coffee and less global domination, and that's where Dunkin's has the edge. Yeah.
0: Boy, the things you learn here on Back to Basics. This is uh, <laughs> <that's> good stuff. <laughs> But anyway, as I was saying, um, my friend gave me this. Oh, there we go. Which
1: is Nice. Uh, oh, I like the little, you got the little Orioles guy there. Yeah,
0: yeah he uh, he tried to give it to Chris Jacobs. Um, it He gave me a slide with it, which I can't find, so I'm using this Fabergé egg or glass egg or something. What? That is amazing. What yeah. is that called? The egg or the bass? The bass. I have no idea. I think someone just made it. I don't even it's know. It's three I, strings? Yep. I haven't even checked the tuning, really. I mean, I know it's in tune, but I don't know. Wow. It's don't Let's know. hear it. I don't think it's coming through. I can, yeah, faintly hear it. Yeah, so, but it's not... Oh, I can hear that. Yeah. That's so that has a sweet it sound a of unplugging. It has a quarter and jack, but I don't think it's doing anything.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the same with my U-bass.
0: All right, so that's...
1: That's the price we pay for these small instruments. They look great, but they don't exactly plug into shit. Well, you know, just a little soldering. Right. I like that.
0: God, you got me thinking about... Dunkin now. I kind of want to get a coolada. Let's do a jam. I also have my melodica handy. Oh, where's mine? Oh, I gave it to a, uh friend's kid. He was fucking off. Yeah, okay, ready. Yeah. Can you hear? Wait hang on. Oh, sure. There we go. Uh you're going to have to lay it down cuz I'm just oh, okay. I'm all feel.
1: You're you're, you're going to be on top.
0: I'm just all feel. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to guess this All right. You got this. I was
1: trying to give you some like a pirate waltz.
0: Yeah, I was trying to get my uh fucking was cool. hand.
1: You you were getting some notes. I was doing some C harmonic minor shit, and you were you were sliding in there with me. All right, go, go again. I had the microphone. I'm gonna off. give you. I'm gonna give you that pirate waltz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it. <laughs> So love. Sound like Consider the Source, baby.
0: Yeah, just like it. Yep, yep. Stand aside, John Ferreira. I also don't have a B-string.
1: <laughs> we we sending this one to Ferreira, man. He's going to love it.
0: I heard him, uh, he did an arrangement the other day of uh, Goodbye Blue Sky. I heard it
1: was incredible. It was
0: unbelievable. And I'm like, watch, like watching him, like, let me try that a little bit. Like, I know he's half step off, but I should be able to do it. Mm. And I'm trying to follow along. I was like, it's a five-string. What the hell's going on? It's like, oh, yeah, he has a low E and a high C. Probably... I know, I know. I was so pissed. I was like, fuck you. How how dare you? How dare you get off?
1: I, I think I learned that or I forget when, but I had been playing with him and watched him play a thousand times before I realized that his five string had a high C. But that was a really cool rendition. Anybody should check Ooh, out John Ferreira's page. So good. Check yeah, out I was that.
0: thinking about um, just transposing it down a string or and now I just want to get a bass with the with C on it. He said something yeah. in a comment about like, yeah, I'm, basic, I'm basically like not even a bassist anymore. and I'm like, that's my dream as a bassist to right. be a bassist anymore on some level. Why don't you get a six
1: string? I feel like you could do some something interesting with a six string. You've already got the five. You have got the low B. You're just adding that high C on there.
0: I think it's one of the situations that next bass I get is going to be a six string. I just yeah. knew I was going to get a five string after the four. I was like I want to do more. Like mm-hmm. for playing for, for I was thinking the reason I went to, to five string was partially because Phil Lesh and Mike Gordon play a five string. Um, sure. And I was like kind of thinking in that. Um, you know, continuity, just like getting yeah. to that level of jam at arena level is, is sort of the the where my mindset was at.
1: The the low B is what's gonna get you carry over in the arena. There's no you can't just have a low E be your lowest note. Yeah and I, with playing. my
0: octave pedal, you know as you know as well, you can do yeah. certain things that'll push a system like that. But yeah. to play clean and just to really just honestly it's a lot about that low D and like getting a C in there and everything. The B I Yeah. I'm learning where to pluck it right, you know, I just go way up by the bridge right um, in order to get get a good tone out of that but it just needed more space i was dropping d occasionally and i didn't want to get the hip shock or whatever so i was like i'll just get a five string and i didn't you know at the time i was like ah well fuck it we'll do it live kind of mentality literally so i just didn't really learn how to use a five string i just started playing songs and like fucking them up a lot live Mm. to the chagrin and disappointment of my bandmates where looking back on it i am now chagrined as well but (laughs) i made, made it through well, so it's hard get... to play
1: like a lot of like when you guys are doing like a E minor funk shit and we're just most bass players that are comfortable with E minor funk and that open E to slap, that B string makes it m- more difficult to, it exactly sure does, to get yeah. there.
0: And then also just like playing, you know, thinking of the lowest string and like where my finger is on the fretboard. Yeah. Just keep going to the B and like have to like think my way out of it.
1: But Yeah, it's weird. You, it makes you use your brain more than you would think. It's like it's adding an extra string, but it, yeah. it really changes your whole approach. I, I've got my five string fretless here. I've oh, actually right been working is, on my boy.
0: Yeah, that that's something I want to uh, get back into. I I tried at, I think, um, the guy who does Martian basses. I forget the other. I'm not familiar. Um, He also did, I think, like Mahali's guitar at the time. and
1: DGN or Becker or one of those Becker, guys? Becker. Becker, yeah, name. yeah.
0: And he had a friend who was doing basses, and his name's Martin, but Martin's taken, obviously, so he just went Martian. So he did Martian basses. Oh, we found this cool cut awesome. of wood, this purple cut of wood. That he was gonna do for me, but Mm -hmm. I was broke and didn't follow up. Um, and that that Baltimore Ravens perp. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fucking, let's do it. The the
1: the fretless, the low B is. Oh, it's so hot. My bass is so hot. Um, just being able to have that. Yeah. Low ass slide. I can't get that anywhere near that low with a sub octave or with my harmonist. You know what I mean? It's so smooth. It's smooth, man. Yeah, yeah. I played a, a flat
0: wound um, fretless at Becker's when we were just hanging out in the lobby, yeah. and Jeremy was inside doing something, and it was, it was glorious. It was just yeah. so fucking fun to play.
1: I know it's extremely fulfilling. So I'm thinking about kind of like sliding in and out of those notes. Yeah, and yeah. And Just the fluidity of it.
0: I also like the imp- imprecision uh, in, in instrumentation of not having a fretted note because yeah. it, it forces you to kind of think more and like be more in feel. You know, I don't want to hide into this is the right notes like I want to feel what's right and go around it you know right.
1: um and it can be difficult if you're not like you know it's if you're not looking at your hands it can be very easy and if you're just a quarter tone off it it's there's like if I'm playing a low a and then I hit an octave but if I'm slightly yeah it doesn't take much you know and yeah. Yep. That precision helps as a bass. It's the same reason well, upright players are so good at that. And
0: it's it's also, it's not just you looking, it's you start hearing and feeling. If you can hear it well, your right. fingers will, the muscles will adjust around what's right or not. Like your brain's right. like, this is right, and your muscles will just adapt. Yeah. So it forces your, your subconscious into being a little more precise as well.
1: Absolutely. It just enforces yeah. good habits. If you can play a fretless bass and articulate well without like looking at it, then that's yeah. a cool skill to have for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: cool. I'd like to, like to get into more of that stuff.
1: Get a fretless. Yeah, all, right, all, my extra,
0: all my extra money.
1: I, all right, so first I want you to get a U U-Base then I want you to get a, yeah, f- a six it. string fretted, and Let's then a five string. Get you writing that sponsored. down? Let's <laughs> sponsored. Let's get sponsored. Yeah. Put out
0: a podcast more than once every month and a half.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm with it. What sponsors out there are listening? Keep us going. Uh,
0: please. Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks.
0: Uh, we got to have some uh, integrity.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly now. Nah, fuck you. Spotify? We... I could use a,
0: a cool 100 mil.
1: Yeah, right, yes. Spotify really loves to get artists their money, so I'm sure they'll they'll be helping. Well, they're that. giving
0: Joe Rogan $100 million for his podcast.
1: Joe Rogan. But did you see Richard James from um, Pink Talking Fish made a, a, a post about Spotify the other day? It was pretty intense. Pretty Whoa. Scathing. Oh,
0: no, I didn't. Let's uh, delve, please.
1: Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, R- Richard James is a dude I have a lot of respect for. He's like, a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's like
0: yeah. A, a near in, in five to ten years, he's going to be a godfather of the scene, without a doubt. Yeah. For sure, and he's I think almost even, there already. But like, yeah,
1: It people. He's he is an OG in Boston. You know, I mean, he was yeah. a Berkeley guy. He's had so many cool bands. Like, obviously, you know, Pink Talking Fish ha- ha- is the current project who's had a lot of success. But yeah, he's have. got Neighbor, which is his new band that's all original with Lyle. We used to play with Richard
0: James and the Name Changers all the time. Like, the James only and Name Changers it was a show was supposed to be with them, and it was snowing super hard on the way up from oh, wow. Rhode Island, and there was a party bus from Boston. And uh-huh. our friends were all on it, and they got it, went up to Maine. It was gonna be our first time in Maine, or maybe our first time at the Portland House of Music.
1: Oh man, all right,
0: no longer there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we couldn't make it, and uh, that was disappointing.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. But that that just yeah. I mean, they they used to play a lot. They used to hustle. R- Ricky showed me bands that he used to play in. That like he used to play in this like hip hop metal band, and it sounded like Mister Bungle. He showed me this album Holy a shit. couple of years. It was incredible. It was Mr. so Mister Bungle's cool.
0: like that like. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy that uh, Mike Patton. Yeah, Sex on Toast. um yeah, Angus and Leslie is a yeah. huge fan of them. He went to see them the night before, sitting in with us in LA, and he was just like raving about it the whole time. Who, who sat in with you? Angus Leslie from Sex on Toast from Australia. Oh, tight. What he does he play? He is the singer, guitarist, and arranger of all their shit. Do you know Second Post at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard the name. He's the the lead singer, like the main guy. Like, look up anyone out there. Look up O Loretta, music video, blows your mind, and the guy in the video's mind as well. You'll see what I mean.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, But so, yeah, to get to that rant for, you know, Richard James, like, it was just this whole thing. It was like, you know, the point was, like, don't support Spotify. It was just like, look, you're telling me, like, I'm a musician. I've i gig to eat i live gig to gig in a time when the, my industry is decimated i have a newborn kid i have a wife and you're telling me that my new album that i put out with neighbor i'm gonna give it to spotify and get nothing in return and it was basically just that way i'm obviously clearly paraphrasing and he put it pretty well but yeah, like it yeah it, it, it's it's intense man you think about it you think about how much musicians are struggling right now but like Spotify's not struggling. Spotify's taking your work and your art and making money off it at a time when musicians are really struggling to have a means to but live. But I mean, do on, do.
0: and I'd I have to read his post as well, but it's his choice to upload it or not. Like, Bandcamp, people can go to, and, and right, it's just right. finding new fans. So if he wants right. his fans to go at a different platform, don't put it on Spotify. But there is something, there is an advantage. It's definitely out of whack. The balance is completely yeah. skewed in their favor. It's all, you know, balance of power, but... Yeah. um. I have an idea I need to really develop a lot further called the groove collective. I think when I mentioned it before, um, but just create a collective of artists to, you know, have a voice that's anywhere near as big as these behemoth corporations that are, you know, the founder of Spotify is all like, we're doing great things for music. It's like, no, you're doing great things for yourself and for yeah. consumers of music. That's not, right. it it might be good for music. Maybe. Is it good for musicians? I don't know.
1: Right. Most
0: of them probably not. Um, but yeah, if, if there were you just, know, better, you know, more voices being heard, you know, before there were right. unions and, and, you know, people were making money and, like, corp- corporations were doing well, but individual workers at some level weren't able to eke out a middle-class living. And now the creative class is in a similar situation. Right. There's a lot of, you know, do-it-yourself instead of working for a company or producing a product of, of sorts, you know, whether you're on Etsy or whatever. Right. Um, but finding a way to make a, a true living in that and... Uh, up until recently i think it's been well i make my money from touring and spotify's for promoting but that's not a thing anymore you know that's
1: why that's what that's the issue i think you know more than ever now yeah spotify spotify as a means to reach new audiences with your music is a useful tool for musicians
0: but if you're not making money off it what's the point
1: exactly and that's where it is now so i mean yeah maybe there are is going to be some new platforms and it sounds like the groove collective could be a cool step towards doing that
0: it's still very much in, in development i actually found out my um Little brother, who's in Baltimore for the next couple months, he's really big on helping people get their ideas off the ground. But he doesn't really like thinking, you know, like coming up with the idea, and like spark of creativity is not his thing. It's like implementing it. Right. So uh, I'm trying to hang out with him and you know work on this idea. I have another friend, Cam Elkins. um,
1: Nice, Cam.
0: Yeah, I've talked to him about it and just like getting it together. The whole idea is just basically potting out groove like areas around the country. The Boston Groove Collective, the Mm. Connecticut Groove Collective, and just formulating either like a virtual connection or at the t- time when I was thinking of the idea it would be you know once a month minimum maybe twice or more get to it get together at a house or a venue on a Tuesday yeah. and just jam and like out of that there'd be loose guidelines for how to create that together and then from there it just kind of that's the foundation and it builds upward and creates kind of a whole movement um, right the groovement as it were the Groovement. yeah but I, I got it just yeah, I like the it. idea movement I got the groove dot sure. org years ago and i've just oh been, you already uh, got you
1: got the domain name I and everything domain,
0: yep just i think it's
1: the right time and obviously those things take time and they start but they always start as a as a concept or as pub talk as my dad yeah, would say
0: that's a good yeah good way of putting it um <laughs> my i was talking to my friend leland from TriMore mojo in uh texas and they're kind of like up and coming he said like they were just at the cusp of a band that could survive this you know while still making it their main form of income you know they're definitely hurting and like barely able to get there but they're playing some shows and they just got enough of a fan base mm. and they sunk money into advertising and live for live music and whatever else for this upcoming tour and they were just hitting it getting bigger and bigger and they've developed yeah. a real scene which is the key to being a growing band is have your own scene and then branch <laughs> up from there bring other people in
1: home base so, and expand which that.
0: is what the groove collective is att- going to attempt to do is Right. You know, strengthen each individual scene and, you know, find people coming in and out. Like, you don't. Right. We in Baltimore were lucky to have the 8x10. You know, yeah. Pittsburgh has Rex Theater. You know, the Maine, has, uh, Not Maine has Portland House of Music. Exactly. But those are the were the things that were. And it should transcend individual buildings or individual people or individual bands. It should just stay yep. moving and kind of pass forward. So. Yeah, and it's up to those there,
1: individual communities now, too.
0: If anyone out there is interested in getting involved in any way, just email yeah. Ben at backtobasics.com. I have my Groove Collective email, too, but I don't know what it is, so let's start there. <laughs>
1: I, I think it's a good idea, man. I, I think that the time is now for musicians to start brainstorming together and get creative with ways that we can present music to people that you can monetize it, but also that you can just share it and support each other. And there are yeah. music lovers out there are willing to support their favorite artists, exactly. We're willing to support each other, and yeah. without touring, it's and it fe- shows. And
0: it's it's know. like a whole you – know, so I was talking to him about, you know, like let's share some music, and he said, you know, I've been just kind of picking it up where I can and like not trying to get too involved and not feeling bad about not doing enough, which I think a lot of people are in the position of like, Oh, I could be doing so much more in this time. It's like, do anything. And that's a success. And I'm, I've kind of been working on little projects going forward. And luckily I have the band to kind of focus me and center me and I've been working things with Schwa and then moving. has been taking up a lot of my time, but, um, I'm totally cool with just letting things happen in their, in their time. As long as you push forward, you know, within it, don't stress, but don't, you know, Rest, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I think that you know, just if anything, like the, you know, that this reset time or whatever, just taking it as a as a time to slow down a little bit. It was kind of necessary in a world that continued to just keep moving faster. And you have to respond to the email the second you get the notification. You have to retweet something. You have to say the right thing. It's it it it. Everyone needed a fucking break from that. Um, and not to say that this is dope, and it's not. But you know, that kind of reset and that that concept of, hey, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to do things at your own pace. I think everybody needed to be reminded of
0: that. Yeah, it's fact. kind of caused every everyone to step back. So like, I was telling him the bands that aren't making it now, they maybe have to get jobs, but they can still just get together and jam like friends, you know? Sure. And, and maybe so, that
1: brings, bring, that taking out that hustle element helps yeah. you like rediscover you the you fucking reason it, you played it, music it's in it's the first like,
0: place. When he said the renaissance came out of the Black Plague, you know, there was yeah. a lot of like people died and it exactly. got smaller and then it grew into something beautiful because of, yeah, whatever energy kind of snap back from that um the
1: best art in the world is, is a result of struggle of strife of overcoming hardship and for
0: even for us too like just getting back and like playing in a basement with no pressure of shows coming up and then playing it right you know in the studio with a just rec- cameras recording like it was a cool vibe even though we knew people were watching and it was a show it it was a different type of show because we weren't standing on stage we we're just kind of chilling like i pre- specifically didn't like put on you know costumage or outfits or right. plumage as it were um, plumage. Plumage. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is plumage? Plumage. It's like uh, the peacock
1: feathers. It's plumage. It's okay. Right yeah. Yeah. Plumage. You know what? I don't know what it means. When it's like, I, I can see that going with yeah. your um, with your yeah. stage, uh your yeah. stage looks.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's, been, it's been in the running for album name uh, every now and then.
1: Oh yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Do you guys you guys have to have a P at the front of the album name, right? So
0: far, we don't have to. We just have.
1: What are some other ideas that you have?
0: Uh, stick around for the next decade and a half and you'll find out. <laughs> Plumage I, is one of them.
1: Okay, Plumage is fire. See, I think about this with, like, Dopapod a lot, too. Like, all their own yeah, names yeah, oh, are their palindromes. One, what was the demo? Some demos.
0: Some demos. That I, was great. Blew me away. That was really that impressive. truly blew me away. Because I, I, I would look them up, too. It's just like, well, that's... Yeah. There's a bunch of P-words, but there's only so many fucking
1: palindromes. There's a lot of palindromes. I've seen people posting like DopaFam, like, you know, some crazy palindrome list. Here's what I think the next DopaFam album should be called. Dog God. And it could be like some giant golden retriever in the sky. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That'll never happen. I'm going to text Fro, but I don't. God Dog. God Dog. Does that work palindromically? It's a palindrome. D-O-G-G-O-D. Oh, God. Yeah, it works.
0: Checks out. What was another P that I know we probably won't use because I loved it, but everyone else didn't like it?
1: Um, How
0: about, like... Patent pending. That was one I really liked. Patent <laughs> pending. <laughs> I really like patent pending I hope to get that in someday And there's some like Once we're stop Once we're past trying to like Promote an album for a tour And it's just like Okay right. just put out another album And like we have our fan base We can get more creative with it But now it's like Right Well think of a word That's easy to say in press And like it gives Pizzazz Pizzazz Pleasure You know Right um, What about a guy's
1: name What about like Paul No Fuck that <laughs> uh, like Philip. Yeah maybe
0: uh, That's actually Philip right here
1: That dog It's a uh, Bear Oh, my, excuse me? Yeah. Here, I'll
0: show you around a little bit.
1: Nice. Um, That's Phil. Dude, there you go. That's your album cover right there. Philips.
0: Yeah. So there's a, that's the my little chest
1: area. So I'm, I really just
0: put, that's where everything still is. It's just okay. still okay. Like in the corner. Okay. But okay. this was all covered in shit, and I'm. Yeah, nice.
1: There we go. Yeah, we got the little schwa station. Yep. You got that. yeah I like it. Just the tour. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I would recommend Philip or Paul.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. Noted. Hang on. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> got okay. it. Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, um, we, we both have some shows coming up though, buddy. We got some projects we want I to have, get into. Yeah,
0: we did. Uh, actually I did want to mention, um, when you were talking about the t- some time off. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if I
1: talked about this cause I don't
0: remember when our last podcast was, but yeah. we were in Philly. It was one of the house crew was like talking about this whole time. And he's like, if we could plan for one of these every like 10 years, it would be great. Like it sucks that it's happening now, but he hasn't not worked ninety hours as a stagehand, right. you know, a professional Philly like union stagehand for probably the last ten years or something. He's like, it's nice right. to have a break. It's just we didn't know it was coming, and
1: Th- that's kind of what Eli Winderman was going when dopabot took that hiatus, right? He shared that te- that TED talk, right? Where it's like I-, I forget the the intervals of how long it is, but every year everybody takes whatever a month or a week or whatever and off. It-
0: in the Jewish religion, there's something called Shmita. I believe it is. Excuse me, he's going to kill me if I get it wrong. <laughs> um, but every seventh year, farmers are commanded, and it's pre- pre- predominantly a farming religion, like a, a nomadic farming kind of combo type thing. Yeah, Sukkot, yeah. You know, for example, is you build the thing out in the field and stay with your crops, and a lot of it is based around um, just that, you know, that type of agriculture. And every seventh year, you're supposed to not grow anything. So you grow and prepare enough for the six years to take that seventh year off and basically let the soil recharge. They say it's God's commandment, or, you know, God's commandment not to eat pork because that's maybe dirtier and would get you sicker. So there's certain elements that maybe God did tell them that, or maybe it just evolved over time because people just thought, let's try this and it seemed to work. So that, you know, became holy or consecrated. Um, that that's was interesting. Yeah, that seems like, like that's the concept, right? That's this what. It's actually
1: perfect. Hey,
0: is it Shmita, the seventh year thing? All right, cool. I'm in the middle of the podcast. So I yeah. just brought it up, so perfect timing. Podcast with Luke. Yeah.
1: Is he see a guest right now? Yeah.
0: All right, well, I can always dry them, but I got to so go. This is a
1: perfect break to hit my pen. Um, I will be done in like 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 oh, minutes? Yeah. Shit, I got a lot to get to. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's get to it. Okay. I got the notes. Shmita, yeah, Shmita. And it's also raining, and our clothes are hanging outside.
1: Oh, well, you know, just wait a little longer and they'll be dry again.
0: You put uh, you got that notepad. You write Paul and Philip on there for me.
1: Yeah,
0: got you. Sweet things.
1: New pigeons' names. Paul. I made. I got a fake. No, NFL actually, player that could be that... My,
0: that could be my kids' names. That's actually better. What about Peanut? Uh for a girl, yeah.
1: I I have a fake NFL player I've been rooting for all year. Just to see <laughs> if anyone catches on. Uh, his name is Egg Paulson.
0: Egg Paulson, I like that. Yeah, and if on a fantasy has- team, like literally a fantasy because he doesn't... Yeah, get- exactly, yeah. He <laughs> plays for
1: the Washington football team, but he hasn't yeah. played yet. <laughs> he <laughs> plays for the Washington football... Backup Paulson, special teams. It? Egg Paulson.
0: Is it really Egg Paulson?
1: Egg Paulson. That's really That's serious, yeah. It's Hank Paulson's son, because Hank Paulson... No, no, a- Paulson. oh, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah, he to get that like big build, but you know he's in finance, but like, he stayed in Washington and like happened to be backup special teams. He's really just like a... Uh, he's a runner. He just gets down there quick and like pushes the guy inside. He's not really yes. big, but he's fast.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean it sounds like you're talking about egg.
0: Yeah, that's that's egg for you.
1: I mean egg paul yeah. So I just want to shout out egg paulson.
0: Egg Paulson. Yeah, let's get him on.
1: I'd love to have him on. Yeah. <laughs> Having a terrible year, but love I think, him Hang
0: on. on, let me see if I I think he's hang on.
1: You got it? you got egg? Hey, can
0: you cut co- Hey Egg, hey, can you can you come over here from downstairs? We wanna say hi. He's a little shy. Yeah.
1: Well he's
0: he has a little, a, great year. a little shy. Let's see if a. Hey! Egg. What's up, buddy?
1: Fantastic! You don't look well, my friend. You've had a you've had a shit year, but it's great to see you. Egg. <laughs> love it, love it,
0: man. All Thank right, you. thirteen thanks minutes bringing, left. Let's make the most. of it.
1: Thanks for bringing him on. Okay, well, look, I want it, to. It's October. And it's, octo- it's October.
0: Sure it's October again. It, it, I thought we were gonna miss this year's October. So that's, I that's mean, usually is the it, biggest year of touring, but it, we. It, it,
1: that's right. And Pigeons is like the only band doing a drive-in tour. 8 shows. That's a tour in 2020, baby. We
0: did it. We did it. So how does it feel? Um I drove a total of 24 hours in 5 days last week. So one day out of 5 I was on the road driving my car. I've wow. drive separately both for convenience and to avoid, you know, spreading. So we did that one sure. show in Vermont, which felt good. Vermont. All the shows have been fun and enjoyable. That was the, the higher day.
1: ground driving.
0: Yeah, Essex. Um they didn't okay, have PA, which they probably could have, because it, um, I guess there were some houses across the way that maybe they couldn't. But so it was FM got, transmitter style. Yeah, and that's the first FM transmitter that like really had the vibe. Um,
1: yeah,
0: Philly was fun. Don't get me wrong, but it was far, really far away, and stage was high, so I didn't like, wasn't immersed. You know, I was kind of. Was it like,
1: weird oh, that it was so? Where did you guys play? Because I know it's in the parking lot of Citizens Bank, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where does the band set up in that Philly drive-in?
0: Uh, There's a huge stage, like festival-style stage, like as big as Lockin.
1: In that parking lot? In the
0: parking lot, yep. Got you. Locken has got the rotating shit? No, 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 no. So not quite that big. But it's, I mean, it's...
1: You got John Mayer back there flicking pics at you and shit? Yeah, exactly. Hey, boys.
0: Yep, yep, yep. John Mayer. Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's yeah, cool, yeah, though. A huge stage, and it was really high up. And, um, yeah, it just it, there was a, still a separation from us to the front, like I get... There should be a separation, but a stage off the ground is pretty damn separate. And when we first started doing these, I was a lot more cautious, and I still should be in a lot of ways. But with the t- with the proper precautions, an outdoor environment, I've I've been a lot more comfortable with those. I don't envision yeah. indoor anytime in the near future.
1: Super but, reduced capacities in some places. Boulder has opened a place in Colorado. Yeah, I guess um, I don't
0: I don't envision me feeling super comfortable. Yeah. with you know.
1: I mean, dude, I've heard of like two clubs doing it, so I agree. I I don't think we're looking at indoor venues this winter.
0: We'll see how the whole the next couple months fares with the yeah. the bounce back, as it were.
1: Right, right. So what was um? So what was the, the your favorite drive-in experience?
0: So, yeah, it's got to be that higher ground one, the Essex cool. drive-in. Um, it just it just felt good. I don't know if people had their shit cranked up more or better vibe or just energy in the air. Uh, we played X Files, our cover of that, and my one, my one friend. Uh, yeah, it's like, real, like, hyping like like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, but then my friend oh, went right. back to the campsite and saw a UFO, so I think the aliens were there. You know, they stopped by Dunkin' Donuts on the way in and then just, like, hung out. And just,
1: if they were following GPS, they did. <laughs> D- didn't you guys do a Men in Black theme, too?
0: Yes, yeah, we, we did that uh, as well. So uh, did
1: you do it... Th- that you did it the forget me nots style did you just learn the song forget me nots
0: exactly what i did my man that's exactly Yep, it's fucking sick yeah it's
1: the it's the vocal line people don't know that the song men in black is a lot of will smith's like movie songs are just like 70s soul covers and he just puts in the name of the movie yeah, <laughs> like Definitely. Wild Wild West is the same fucking thing. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget me not, sweet right. the man
1: in black. Exactly. I
0: mean, he picks good songs. He's like a, a glorified DJ.
1: Oh, I'm not hating on him for that. Yeah. I think that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And he
0: brings a lot of songs that we wouldn't have heard or, or been popularized to like the four. So, that's it, true. Will Smith doesn't need
1: it. a cuss in his rap to sell records. Well, fuck I do. No so don't. fuck him and
0: fuck you too.
1: Yeah, yeah. yep. Just kidding. That's Eminem. I love you, Will Smith. I love you, um, Eminem. So that's cool. So, so you got eight drive-in shows coming up, and there are eight places you guys haven't played before. Uh, I guess
0: technically, no, we have played Legend Valley.
1: Oh, okay, you're doing the one in Legend Valley. I, okay, I saw Twiddle and the Works are doing one there too. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, is is is, Legend, is that just where the workout is? Yeah,
0: that's. Oh, where, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not been to Legend Valley?
1: I have. Yeah, we played yeah, workout yeah, last summer. Where the workout is? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Because it is kind of like a parking lot. Like yeah, the main stage exactly, very gravelly. Exactly. And shit. I don't
0: know how many cars are going to fit in there. If they're putting any on the hill, maybe up top. Yeah. Not sure yeah. exactly That's going to work. Or maybe they'll just face the stage differently. I mean, I'll, we'll find the fuck You'll out. You'll
1: find out. That's I'll why go. it's so f- fucking so crazy. You,
0: one, <laughs> one I wanted to ask you about is that yeah. DJ Logic, John.
1: Oh yeah. 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 How was that? That was incredible. That was in um, Vermont too, right? That was in Maine
0: actually. Maine, okay.
1: Yeah. It was a small event, you know, where now that we work with the Royal artists group, we're on the same booking agency and, uh, but beyond that, I mean, I've listened to DJ Logic's albums yeah. my whole life, some back MMW in like the 90s and shit. And um, so our, you know, uh, our booking agent hit us up. Hey, we've got this private event that um, DJ Logic's playing it. Would you be interested in doing like a Project Logic for it? And I was like, of course. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, me and Rory went up there. It was, it was just like a private event, man. It wasn't a lot of people. So the social distancing was pretty casu- like able to be pulled off um but you know for more than that it was really just that experience that opportunity to play with him um he's just like i knew he'd be chill but i didn't know how fucking down to earth and just laid back in the cut this dude was like
0: laid back in the cut that's good good way of putting it.
1: straight in the cut he he's the man so humble like the whole thing was like All right, you know we talk about a game plan he's like just have fun man that's the goal I'm <laughs> that's like, awesome. and we played we didn't know what it was going to be you know an hour we played three hours of straight improvised music that's awesome so cool. We took like one break, some of it like me and Rory came out and just jammed for a bit, he would come up and like scratch, sometimes he would drop tracks and we would play over them but it was a totally like unique, interesting way to improvise without keys or guitar or melodic instrument like me and Rory could go back to our MMW days and throw down just some kind of like casual hip hop groove, some like and then like he would it was just it's such a cool instrument to improvise with turntables, you know um yeah so super unique super cool
0: rhythmically melodic kind of
1: exactly yeah and even like you know if he takes a a sample from a track and how you can take like four notes and like chop that up and use either the tones or the or the actual um notes itself yeah really cool and just it made me just like open my mind to all the other possibilities with this so we all vibed really hard off it and hopefully we'll do it again for sure
0: awesome and you you've done i know you hit the was it a driving show? I, I know you were out there
1: before we started. So what was that? We did um we so we did a private event in Lake George. Um our, uh, our buddy Dave Eman, who who tried to bring this whole Adirondack driving event to life and then New York state said N- no sir. That's so um, unfortunate. Which sucks cuz Dave's the man. He throws Adirondack no, um, I know Dave, he's a great. You know Dave, and just, yeah, for anybody who else doesn't. He throw, he runs Adirondack yeah, was, Independence Music Festival.
0: Was it Adirondack? Uh, that's the one in Lake George on the lake. Yes. Yeah, that's where we were on stages next to each other and you were fucking lighting it up with your fucking synth bass and yeah. just like setting up like, fuck me, I got to do it. <laughs> I got to play now. And then we
1: walked around and talked about physics all night and now we should start a podcast and kept riffing on that.
0: And we never, d- oh wait, here we are. So maybe there's hope for a Groove Collective yet.
1: Exactly. It's yes. all, it all starts as pub talk. But yep. we did that and that was our first foray and that was cool. But we actually have a drive-in show at Falmouth on October 9th. Um, so I'm very stoked about that. It's, it's in the Cape. It's not, I don't think it's far from Yarmouth. Um, but what's cool about it is we're going to do two sets and we're going to do something I've always wanted to do, which is live score, a horror movie.
0: Mm. Um, That's yeah. genius. That's fucking it, genius.
1: I've wanted to, we've, we've talked about doing it at Les Spectacles in the past. It's a hard thing logistically to pull off.
0: Cause you need the screens um, and you need to be able to, you know.
1: Yeah. The audio, all the shit, you know. We did a live score of Halloween last year at um, our Bobo Loco residency in New Haven at PST, shout out. And that was that was a cool experiment with it, but this is totally different now. So this is The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. It's a 1920s silent film. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's black and white, oh, visually boy. striking. It's going to be... what. So there's no so safety you, net, no yeah, audio, just that. improvised music.
0: Are you going to just improvise? Or are you going to like watch it and try it out a few times and like, or like even write out like a storyboard of it? Like here's where the action peaks and you know here's where we bring it down for a
1: while that's what i'm doing now cool um so the the concept is we're going to keep it loose and improvise and make it an experience that everyone is kind of there witnessing for the first time um but i'm gonna yes i've been storyboarding i've been watching it i've been that's why i have my little instruments here i've been kind of recording some ideas and and ideas to send to the guys and so i'm gonna and because i've been working with vin puglis who uh vfx Mm -hmm. design he's gonna he's gonna do the shout out Shout out, he's the man, visual genius wizard. Um, he's gonna do visuals for that, and then we're doing a little special set with all custom visuals from him. But we've been brainstorming ideas for this um, live movie score, and he's gonna try, he's gonna like be superimposing us on the movie. We're gonna like bring different lighting effects as the movie changes colors. So we've got some really cool, interesting ideas. That's really um, cool. So we're gonna keep it loose, but try and kind of have a frame for it. And then hopefully the plan is to get to the drive in and do a dress rehearsal um, the, the day before um just because this is going to be a, a, a new thing for us so and there's gonna be a lot of variables but yeah it's super super exciting nice yeah so driving baby
0: yeah that's that's a uh, it's cool to be doing anything and then to not just be doing anything but to like taking an idea you've had and implementing it kind of yeah. like it's like aikido you're just like working with the thrust and like okay well i'll just throw it this way and then like right turn around and, and do something that's different like... yeah, yeah it's yeah. uh it's that it energy We've been playing the movie themes as a um, right. kind of like movie situation. So did you do
1: Jurassic Park yet?
0: No, but on piano, I've had it mashing up with uh, This Land, uh, Hans Zimmer. Um, <laughs> Not
1: like This Land is Your no, Land. No, no, no. From Li- From Lion
0: King, that would be pretty b- badass. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay. Kind of think of the melody um, F-
1: from the new Lion King.
0: No, from the original. So Hans Zimmer
1: did the the, the the score for the original Lion King.
0: Everything that wasn't Elton John, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did all the other stuff. So hang on, let me try to get in my head so sounds like so yeah, that's Jurassic Park mixed with uh, this land. So that's my idea. I've had it on piano. We'll see if it.
1: If it oh, did. you got to do it, man! Come on, you got to do it. I played a little a bass arrangement of Jurassic Park for you a couple episodes back. I, 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 I'll give you I'll give you the harm the the, the harm's I got you on the chords, bro.
0: Cool. I'll pay you what Spotify would pay you for that. This is beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. We're all in agreement. I could use it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: yeah, so I I'm yeah, I am stoked on that. I'm stoked you guys are doing that. One more thing I just wanted to drop real quick. Drop I it. wanted to even say it today. We we just announced an event and it just sold out actually. So
0: Oh fuck yeah. Tell the people. Yeah. What are they what missing? Are, what are they missing, Luke?
1: So everyone's missing the getaway.
0: Oh. Um,
1: this is something this was it's a like a socially distant outdoor day of live music and camp activities at this Ooh. resort in Kent, Connecticut, me and Rory's hometown. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it, this camp is a place I lived at as a kid. I worked at, like, do camp counselor shit, drum circles, DJing. I've kind of always been in and out of that place. And I've always wanted to throw a concert there. And it only took, you know, like, the music industry being flipped on its head to actually pull it off. Well, um, you're welcome. So, yeah. But yeah, thanks, everyone. Um, but so, yeah, we're, dude, we're super excited. We 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 knew it was going to do well and it'd be an exciting thing and be handled safe and responsibly, but I didn't expect it to sell out in eight hours. So yeah, that's like, epic, that's,
0: man. I mean, people are – is... that's the beauty of the the scene we're involved in is it's not just going to see music. It's connecting with the community. So people sure. are feeling cut off from that yes. you know, essential life force, essentially. Yes. Um, and so they're coming back into it. And now that we're all figuring out how to do it better, and I know – uh one of our shows, I won't throw them under the bus, but the first night of it was a haphazard disorganization of parking everyone just next to each other and mm-hmm. you know, we didn't we thought they had it on, on lock and they knew what right. they were gonna do and like space it apart like, you know, a show before and it was not right. And so we told them you have to fix this. This isn't right. Cars are not gonna be next to each other. It's not what we signed up for. So yeah, now yeah. we're figuring out like what are we asking for within production, like, okay, all the rest of the shows in October—it's very important note—are gonna be live PA. None of them are FM transmitters. Awesome. So, and you know, I think that's gonna be by by springtime and summer. I think we're gonna have figured this out a lot more. So, sure. still kind of touch and go early on. Um, it's cool to do the FM transmitter, but there's no reason you can't do a PA. It's just really for noise I, and for, th- for. That's
1: the thing. It's if it's a noise ordinance. Yeah, I I, I don't really understand that.
0: It's um, it's really a cost thing. It's bringing in a whole fucking stack versus right. not. You know, you go to drive in where there's the. Movie screens are there. You can broadcast the music. Like, it's just – we have the, the – it's all set up. But by next year, people are going to want more than that, and they're going to do essentially what Philly did, but just put PAs in there. Like, there was no reason yeah. Philly didn't need a PA. It, I have no idea. They had a huge stage. They didn't even let us put front fills for the front front of the crowd. Like, really? Uh, Vermont allowed us to put front fills just, you know, pointing out. So it was, That's what it, we had at Lake George. The world's Virginia. tiniest PA, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. But even that, yeah, it's – you know, for – I think that for the prices of some of these drive-ins, which is understandable, and I think people, for the most part, have been cool about it and getting that it's like you're gonna have to just pay a little bit more these days for that. And experience. if you can't, I've,
0: you know, I get it. Like it sucks. Totally. that You can't have yeah. someone come in and
1: that fucking sucks. But that's just the reality of, of where our we we're at right now. life right now. But I mean, you, you got to offer people a live music sound. Yeah. I mean, people can listen to fucking music in their car. It's, you. We we, we go to live concerts. I was, concerts and I was experience surprised
0: that. that Vermont got got me there. Yeah. once in like it it was it got us there wow. Was
1: are the other drive-ins you're doing was that like a a conversation leading up to it like are you like was it kind of like look we're not doing this unless it's we, a we, full we, looked, we
0: looked for those i think everyone's kind of understanding that that's what people are, are gearing towards and wanting so you know for example with legend valley we're working with kenny uh and the works and, kenny's um, the man and jesus christ rob uh fr- drummer works um mm-hmm. fuck's his last name god i haven't toured in so Nathan? long yeah, I haven't. I forget fucking Chafin's last name because I haven't gone on tour. Like, geez, my brain's melting. Yeah. Um. I remember we did Bluestone in Columbus. I think we did two nights, maybe, maybe not. But
1: that church, that church place. Fucking awesome,
0: man. Uh, we we is did mad. the winter
1: work out there. That yeah. place is wild.
0: It's magical. It's got some energy.
1: It is cool. Yeah. yeah that room it's, is crazy. It's,
0: it's really not to be understated how important it is to lose places like the Rex and Portland House of Music and other places like that. Like there is energy, and there's it's like losing a friend. It really is.
1: So um, why can't we make these churches that are getting government bailouts as music venues close every day. Why don't we do something useful with these churches and turn them into music venues like the Bluestone?
0: Because that's the Devil's music.
1: You know, we're gonna be throwing tritones in there, mm-hmm. fucking Devil's <laughs> that's, all day, that's
0: all day, baby. I'm
1: gonna open with the song Black Sabbath. That, the next church I play. Yep.
0: There you go. There you go. Tritones in music being Devils. That's that's a throwback. Oh yeah. That's a throwback. What did that's like the 1100s?
1: That's, yeah, I mean, the devil's, the devil's, no. We have a track that I'll drop this little nugget right now for you, Nugget away, my friend. We have a track on the new special album called Tritome.
0: Ooh,
1: I like some, it. Some lobbying of um, shit. I can't get, I, can't, I cannot divulge anymore. Someone give me a mic to drop. I cannot open the Necronomicon. Drop that what? shit. Oh, nice catch.
0: Oh, believe me, I've had practice. We, uh, I love that stuff. When we encore with, um, yeah, when we encore with Aeroplane which is usually what we do when we on yes. Greg's just, he drops his, I think that's when he drops his guitar. Yeah. And maybe uh, Suck My Kiss. I think it's Suck My Kiss. Okay. Um. I remember but... you guys close with that in uh, at 9.30 Club. It was fucking rad. Yeah, yeah. and so he goes up at the end and drops the mic, and even before we were bringing our own mic package, I thought it'd be hella cool to like, at the very end, just, like, kneel down under him as he goes up, and he drops the mic, and I just oh, catch it God. and then pick it up. And sometimes I drop it still because it's fun, but I don't do that with our mic anymore. So he drops it, yeah. I catch it, and then
1: I just stand up and drop it. I like that. Yo, speaking of aeroplane, you guys should have J- – call her at Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Aquaman. Um, have you? He's a bass my player. Other, my other doppelganger. Jason Momoa? Yeah, you okay. You I,
0: gotta, so yeah. I got I, the proudest moment of my life, and, yes, she was a, a fucking thirsty uh, middle-aged woman who wasn't even, like, looking for anything. Shout out. Shout out! We were in Atlanta, and I was staying at a.
1: Oh, say <laughs> no more, fam.
0: <laughs> I stayed at a friend's hotel. It was for 420 Sweetwater Fest. It was like this nice. He gets like upgrades through his work. So it was a yeah. baller ass hotel, like top, like 350th floor or whatever it was, <laughs> looking down over the festival. Sad. And I was working out there, like in this one area, like overlooking this one part. It was pretty cool. This woman comes by, and oh. she's like, has anyone ever told you you look like Aquaman?" And wow. I said, "No, but they can tell me that all they want." <laughs> And uh, I've been working out since, so, you know, getting a little closer. But he's been getting <laughs> better at bass, so eventually we can just kind of hot swap.
1: Yo, have you seen these videos of him it's hanging out less. with Les Claypool? Yep.
0: And he's yep. always
1: playing aeroplane?
0: So we can get him on the podcast, and then we'll get Les from there. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Jason Momoa.
1: Yo. He seems like just this fun, like, awesome guy. <laughs> like, yeah. just has this energy about him, like, you want to hang out with him.
0: So he seems like a bass player.
1: Exactly. Bro, <laughs> so imagine we have Jason Momoa. When, I'd, I'd not look. It. I'm not gonna, I, I won't give him flack either for how shit the DC universe movies are because Aquaman was easily the best movie. Out of I all tried those.
0: to watch it on a, on a plane and got ten minutes in, maybe five. I, like, <laughs> I mean, that's not a
1: great plane movie. <laughs> like, it's like on the well, screen. Yeah, get, well, <laughs>
0: yeah. and I guess it's water and you're up in the air, so you can't you can't get the feel
1: for Momoa's pecs on a fucking yeah. plane. Well, I could just go like this. Yeah, you can just go yeah. to the bathroom Yeah, lift it up. Yep. yeah Exactly. Yeah. That's true. All right, I'll holler at him.
0: Yeah, yeah, holler. Holler away.
1: I will. Uh, so, anything else, man? I know you have to go and dry your clothes.
0: Uh, well, they're already fucked, but, uh, you know, I got <laughs> life to live. I haven't taken a nap today, so that's pretty pretty high up on the agenda. Yeah, um, you you but,
1: still get what getting those early farm boy hours in. Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, I held a sledgehammer yesterday. I didn't do anything with it, but I held it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's
1: more than I've done with a sledgehammer. So Fair enough. Congrats. Um,
0: but yeah, no, we should do, I, I, I'm enjoying doing these, just like catching up with you and me. I think we do yeah. more of these and then just have guests sprinkled in. It's good that we had some kind of to front load it so people know yeah. we do guests. And then now I think we just get them in as often as we can. And if we have a guest lined up, even if we do two a week, one's us, one's a guest. Sure. Or we could even put them together, just do, you know, one of us and then pop in the guest, kind of like
1: Frasco does. But yeah.
0: I like just keep keeping going with it. And it, it exactly. felt, it felt, this feels right again. I feel right. This feels right. This feels right. With I the know. Way.
1: I miss you, buddy. We're gonna, and I know we say it every time, but we are going to do more. And yeah. we appreciate everybody tuning in, <laughs> checking it out. If you want to leave a uh, five star review, subscribe to us. We really appreciate that shit. It it, it keep it gets us going. And any guest ideas? When Ben uh, wakes up in the morning, To tend to the fields on the farm. Yes, he can wake up to a five star review. It really, that would that better. would really
0: get me going. Yep, that gets me past six thirty 630 to six thirty one every time. But yeah, email Ben or Luke at backtobasics.com for any guest suggestions or, or topics mm-hmm. that you want us to cover, or you know Jason Momoa, peck shots, whatever.
1: Or just you... any info as to how we can get Momoa on the show.
0: Yeah, we need Momoa info on it. No,
1: we need a we need a yeah Momo info.
0: Momo info, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I'm well, I'm I'm getting I'm after the, I'm getting on social media. I'm gonna try and track him down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're the Instagram guy, so that's technically you. I'm sure he's on TikTok.
1: That yeah. I am not on.
0: I heard Trump good. was banning it anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. We should do a uh, end of the world podcast on election night or something.
1: Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, it is, but yeah.
1: It. Yeah, but I like it's my kind of bad idea. Look, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It. try a...
0: version of a bad idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just do a live um, feed uh, of the uh, of Luke and Ben watching the the uh, the election results? Because watching our country. Because there's not enough, There's
0: not enough weed or sangria to get us through that together.
1: I'll puff to that, brother. Yeah, brother. One more puff. Mm.
0: Puff, That's puff, Paul.
1: Puff, puff, Paul. Shout out to Paulson. Yeah.
0: All right, hey, well, brother. it's been real. Goodbye, I'll see you Egg. soon. And uh, let, next time, let's record this, too.
1: Yeah, next time, let's record. Yeah, cool. See you. See you, buddy.